Hey everyone, welcome into episode five of the NEB Prep Show. Mike, Max, over there, 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 over yeah. there. There yeah, you go. Over there. Max is over there. So um we're gonna talk wide receiver, I think. You know, we've we've had a nice little run here. We talk quarterback and running back, and we're gonna talk wide receiver. We're gonna talk uh state football playoffs because round one just uh got over with. Now we're on to the quarterfinal round. We'll talk matchups and kind of what we like and you know, maybe don't like or whatever it may be. Heck, we might even rank uh top five receivers in the state we'll see if we can uh figure that out it's a little seems, hard. seems like that's been a real like trend on our on the show so far we every episode we just rank a different position so yeah i feel like i feel like it's needed to we might as well like keep up the yeah. you know trend so it's a little harder though if you just pick seniors real hard that is uh, true if you if you if you go deeper than that it's not not quite as hard so just go okay. class A. What? Just go class A. Oh no, 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 no. You can't just do no? That. no. No, 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 no. 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 I mean you can, but it just wouldn't be that fair, I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't be wouldn't be great. Anyway, all right. So our our guest this evening is uh Omaha Westside wide receiver Jalen Lloyd. I, I think um I think he's had a pretty good year. What do you think? Uh just tab it, I would say. <laughs> no, he's been a key addition to the West Side team by far, one of the biggest additions. So I would say probably the biggest, but that's yeah, my opinion. Anyway, being able to kind of open up the the passing game a little bit and uh, really explosive athlete, obviously. Um, yeah, talking, you know, like the best triple jumper and long jumper in America in high school. So, which helps you when you. When Anthony throws you a high ball and you got to jump for it, it's pretty easy to jump for it. So it might, it might help a little bit. Just, just a tad bit. (laughs) All right. Let's bring Jalen in and let's have a conversation with him. uh, And then we can kind of move on after, after we're done with talking with him. So Jalen Lloyd, how are you doing, my man? Doing good. Good. Hey, first question here. Um, Let's just get to the recruiting kind of piece. Were you just at Texas tech last week or was that two weeks ago? Yeah, I just got back from Texas actually on Sunday. I went down there for a game day. How was Lubbock? I've been there before. It was good. Fans really loud. It was great. Mahomes was down there. So. Oh, did you uh, meet him? They didn't let nobody talk to him, but I did take a picture of him. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, what did you think about – did you fly down there? Yeah. So were you looking out the window? Are you an aisle seat or a window seat person on a flight or middle? Well, our flight was early, so I was by the window, but I was asleep. Oh, all right. So when you fly into Lubbock, I've done this before. So when you fly into Lubbock, the first time I ever flew into there, I was like, whoa, what are all these circles? Yeah. Like, and it's cotton fields. So you can, the they're, they're, they're in circles instead of straight lines. Yeah, like, I heard like cornfield so it's a, it looks a little different from above so it's kind of neat yeah yeah anyway random <laughs> that's totally random so mm-hmm. but i've been to lubbock a, a couple times actually it's kind of cool actually so jalen going off of texas tech where you just were at what other uh, uh offers you got right now not just for football but for both track and field too because i know you got quite a bit for both 
Um, right now I got Illinois and Nebraska as the main ones. And then I'll be going down to Georgia for an official visit this weekend. I'm excited. I get to go to the Georgia-Tennessee game. And then on November 14th, I'm going down to Florida for official visit for track as well. Yeah. What, what, where are you at with that? I mean, would you, would you rather play football or is it just going to come down to money and, you know, cause track isn't necessarily a full for, well, everybody, but I mean, I'm guessing you would probably um, be high on the list of, of uh, track money, but it's, you know, it's not like football or basketball where you get just, everyone gets a full if you if you get offered that's that's not the case where where are you at is it football is it track or are you just kind of feeling things out still where where do, what do you think right now um as of right now I'm still still feeling things out um Texas Tech I, I know they want me to they want me to do both and I like the idea. um I went down to Illinois on an official I talked to the football coach they they said they would they would want me to do both mm. So it really it just comes down to where I go. I think if I go down to like Florida or Georgia, I'll probably end up doing like just track. But if I go down to like the Big Twelve or Big Ten, I might have a I might play football. I will say this weekend when you're down in Georgia, that might be the loudest football game you might ever be at. That might be the loudest game you will probably ever attend. So that'll be exciting for you. Yeah, it's gonna be a good game. What what um transition? Obviously, you, you everyone knows by now. Um, you went to Central, transferred to to West Side. How's the transition been? I feel like you know on the football side of things, it's gone really well for you. But it's school and how much of an adjustment was that for you? Um, I think it's way easier at um, West Side. Like Central, we had like nine classes a day, like like. 45 minutes so it's like kind of taxing like you go to like nine different classes on four different levels a lot of walking upstairs west side one level and i like the idea of open mods because you can get your homework done during the day it doesn't have you like if you have football practice you don't got to worry about going home being tired taking a shower eat and then doing homework super late you can get most of your homework done at in open mods Wait, kids actually take showers after games in practice? I didn't think that was like a thing. I hope so. <laughs> hey, Mike, you, you didn't know. I you know I experienced that too at Central. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like we both we both experienced that. It's, yeah. West Side is I it's up there. I don't know. Uh um no bias, no bias though. Yeah, we need wait, I would I mean <laughs> I Central has been really good to me in my life. So I'm just going to say that. Um, I also have a purple pen. Um, anyway, so Jalen, now that you're into the playoff. I don't really know where he went. But um, so, okay, when he comes, if he comes back, there he is. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. All right. Um, so, transition we're talking playoffs and uh and west side you you're into the playoffs now i think at this point in time feel real comfortable about um you being the go-to guy in the passing game um that's kind of what you went to sent to west side for right yeah what uh, what's that like 
I guess, being just, you know, like, hey, sometimes, and seeing you guys play a couple of times this year, sometimes, I mean, Anthony just throw a yellow ball and it's to you and you just got to go get it. Yeah. Um, it's good. I, I think um, people are starting to to respect me a little bit more. They might, like, double-team me. And Teddy Rezac, he's been having some good games. So, it's just mm-hmm. offense a lot. So, uh, at the Papio game on this Friday, it seemed like Anthony went to you on a lot of the – where it was you on really the outside by yourself. It'd be, like, two receivers on one side. You were just all by yourself. You do a quick out route, and he just hits you, and you go out of bounds. Was that, like – and it seemed like that was the play that always worked with you. Is that really what you guys plan to do? Yeah, I think – we was trying to give me the ball in space. Um, on, it was, we mostly did that on third downs. It's easy. Get to the sticks, get the first down. But, yeah. How's that connection been? I mean, it, it takes a long time to kind of build some camaraderie and timing with a quarterback. How How's that connection gone? Obviously, it's gone really well because you're leading Class A and, you know, a lot of different receiving categories. Um. It's been it's been good. We we worked a lot like during off season, just um, running routes on air. We we still work a lot on running routes on air. Like after practice, we might take like ten minutes just to do a few routes we think we need to work on. And, and let's go to the track side of things, I guess, for a minute. Um, what goals do you have for this year? Obviously, you had a very successful um, spring and summer um, and on the track. I guess you could track and field, I guess. Um, what do you what are you kind of looking forward to? What goals do you maybe have for your senior year? Um the biggest goal I probably have is to win state in all four events. I know that, that was my goal last year. I was I was like really hurt when I, I couldn't win the two hundred, so I'll be coming hard in the two hundred this year. And then I want to break the national record in long jump and triple jump. Yeah, that was uh, – I was there for that 200. I was looking forward to that. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was standing at the finish line, actually. I was like, whoa, what just happened? <laughs> so, anyway, there's some motivation for you. Yeah. Yeah. Is it – okay, question for you. So, I was um, – you know, I, I – I was at the district final. I mean, is the district final hundred meter race? Is that something that just you'll never forget? Yeah, that was crazy. I didn't even. I I didn't know what to expect in that one. Like, um, actually, I had told my friend Jeremiah we were in the prelims. I was like, uh, let's just let's just take this easy. We don't need to run full speed. It's just finals. I look up on the board and I seen ten five, so I knew I knew in the in the finals he was about to run something crazy because I just I ran a PR, not even I wasn't even trying to like go hard on that. But it was just a good day out there, and I and Gal- I mean, uh, Genitone, they they pushed me. Like, that they, was that was incredible. Yeah, like those just the three times of like would you have ten five four? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just top of my head. And then Malachi was 10, what, 6? Oh, no, that was – uh, it was 10-4-2 to 10-4-3. That's right. And yeah. then Vince had a 10-5-something. Yeah. Now, it was it was incredible. Like, I am – I went there for that one race. 
<laughs> it, was, it lived up to the hype. Like, it was so good. All right, go ahead, Max. Oh, we may see that again this year, too. Yeah. Never know. Which, um, but we're going to go to football side now. You guys got Lincoln Southwest uh, coming up on the fourth. Uh, they're the eight seed. So you guys still the one coming in. It'll be at West Side, uh, Phelps Field. So you guys got the home advantage all the way through the playoffs. What do you guys got to do now to beat Southwest like you just did? Really, you just blew out in a way, Papio. Um, I think it's just what our coach says is be tougher longer. And he says uh, leave them with no hope. So that's what we got to do. We come in as the one seed. People don't expect us to lose. So we just got to prove them right. We got to leave them with no hope. The other side, they're, they're going to be they're going to be uh, the underdogs looking to come in here, upset us. We got to knock them out early in the game. As our coaches say, be roosters. We can't have a late start, wake up early, get get the game going fast. Be roosters. Wow. Yeah. Never heard that. That's a good. That is a good one. Yeah. E.T. E.T. Yeah. Hear that all the time. Yeah. You know what that but, means, right, Max? No, I don't. No, I do. <laughs> what? Ever in toughness. <laughs> all right. Right? I'm right. Yeah. 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 But if you guys do win, uh, beat Lincoln Southwest, then you got Miller South of Grand Island, who you guys both have – you guys both played before, and you won. One of them being a very close game, one of them being a blowout. But Grand Island is a completely different team af- as of uh, that second game of the year. So um, what do you guys got to do looking ahead now next week? I know you don't really want to do that. But looking ahead past next week, let's say – Maybe win, but I don't want to put that in your head. You don't. I know you don't want to think about that. But what do you got to do to really think about Millard South or Grand Island? Um, only answer I can give you is we gotta stay ready for Lincoln Southwest. That's the right answer. There we go. One week and one game at a time, Jalen. That's the right answer. Coach Lamondi will love that. Good answer. answer. Max (laughs) asking him to look ahead. Come on, man. Trying to put bulletin board hey. in Lincoln Southwest locker room. <laughs> Come on. You can't do that. Anyway, all right. Uh, Jalen, maybe a couple more here for you. We'll let you go because we just want to have a little fun. So favorite Halloween candy? Reese's. Hmm. Yeah. My kids may have got some of those or I'm going to have some. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's messed up. Nope. I don't think you can go wrong with peanut butter and chocolate. It's true. Yeah. Give us give us a top five. Can't can't just be Reese's. You you get a you get a whole bunch of candy on Halloween. So are we talking chocolate or any candy? Whatever. Candy. Um Reese's at one. Uh let's see. <laughs> it might just be Reese's. <laughs> so I go Snickers too. Um, this is hard. I don't even anymore. Peanut M Ms. No, no. Oh no! Come on, Mike. I like peanut M Ms. Uh, the purple bag of Skittles. Oh, all right. The okay. Star and um, Smarties. Smarties are good. It's a Not nice, bad top five. Nice little go-to. That's good. That's, that's very good. All right, man. 
Thank you so much for your time, Jalen. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck on Friday. Thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. All right, Max. That was your guy, Jalen yep. Lloyd. He can run fast. Just a and jump bit. and jump far. Yeah. Not not too much. Though. I bet he could probably be a good high jumper too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you can only do four events. Yeah. So he's really good yeah. in all four, though. So. I will say this: there are a lot of people that were like, "Oh, he's just a track guy." Just track, just track guy, just track guy. That was like the thing, right? All basically summer. And then boom, like he's had a really good year on the football field. And he's got a little, he's not just straight line fast. He's got some juke to him, got some wiggle to him. He's had a nice year and proved a lot of people wrong. So um, I think I can 100% agree with that because when you look at Central, when you look at when he's at Central, you don't see him as the football guy because they're not a football producing program. They're, a, they're, they're really good at track. They have been for the last past years, but then I think moving his west side is probably his best decision because he can play both sides of the ball. He's really proven that he can play both sides of the ball. Like he's not just that wide receiver that can get up and really catch a ball. He's that DB that can stay with one of the fastest guys in the state. Like if he gets put up against Malachi Coleman, he'll stay with him. When he got put up against Davon Hall, he stayed with him the entire game and he did an amazing job defending him. So He's had an amazing year so far, not just on the offensive side of the ball, but and on defense. Okay, we got a couple minutes left here. So are we going to go do this whole top five thing like we have the last couple weeks? So we should probably yeah. do the top five thing. Let's do it. Say so, top five receivers, wide receivers. Mm-hmm. You just want to go seniors or kind of everybody? Um, I'll go everybody right now. Okay. You, you start. Want, I'll start? Okay. Um. I think I know what your number one is probably going to be. Uh, so in in uh, your uh, in your saying, I'll take my West Side hat off right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll keep it over here. But um, number one, number five, I will probably put Eric Thomas. That's just saying they haven't really, you know, he they haven't really played a lot of people. It's Omaha South. They're not a great team, but he has put up some amazing numbers it's because they really just don't have anybody else on that team and he was really the only target but he is 154 yards per game and he's a pretty good wide receiver um number four i will put um probably malachi coleman in a way it's just you look at this you look at just all of that his attributes yeah and you can't really pass those up. He didn't have a year that you really like would prefer him to have, but you also have to look at who his quarterback was. He had a really young quarterback, Jeter Worthy, right. who has not had a lot of experience after not playing at all under no Walters. So um, I'll put Malachi at th- four. Number three, I'll put Davon Hall because Davon had a good year, um, not really – as well producing as some people like he had 912 yards, which is really good. But I know last year he was, he had a better year last year than I think he did this year, but he's still really, really doing good for the Bevy West team. Number two, I'll put, I'll put Jalen at number two. I I think this is a two way tie. Honestly, I'll put Jalen at, see, it's really hard. I got Jalen and Isaiah Morris up there because both of them have had amazing year so far. Isaiah is by far leading Bevy West and a lot of class a, and just all around receiving. He has 14 touchdowns for himself. He has 1,240 yards. So 
he's just that wide receiver that's really standing uh, stood out this year. Okay, I'm not gonna go in order because I feel like you could there's a lot of interchangeable. Yeah, that that's that's why I, I I was thinking that during my life. There's they're all they're they all have the possibility of really being up, there. and they're all a little bit different. They're yeah, there's a handful of guys that are a little bit different. So I'll just give you five names, and mine are different. Well, kind of different. Two are definitely different. So I'll just give you no no particular order here. Okay. Isaiah McMorris, Jalen Lloyd, Davon Hall, uh, Blake Moore, Malachi Coleman, and Jackson Muller Swan. Mm-hmm. Blake Moore Blake Moore has had a great year for Gretna. Tyson Boganowski is another one that like probably should be on that list. Um, and Jackson Muller Swan is the go to receiver for Elkhorn South. And uh, actually, both sides of the ball, he's had a really good year. So. Mm-hmm. Another one for Gretna is Joe Roll, who got injured, yeah. but he is an amazing oh, yeah. wide receiver. He's yeah, just Joe's, he, Joe was their leading target yeah. leading guy. Like he was their number one guy without a question. Yeah. Um, like all off season before he got injured, everything. Like mm-hmm. he's for sure. I'm talking about just healthy guys kind yeah. of right now. Um, I do have a couple more guys if you want. Why not? Yeah. Shoot, shoot so, it. Younger guys, Thomas Spears at Ashland Greenwood, sophomore. Titan Glassman is a sophomore at Oman North. Champ Davis is a freshman. He would be good. North. Yeah, he, he's good. Um, Xander Province from Shadron is a really good athlete and uh hurdler and track guy too. Caleb Schnell, more of that tight end. Ben Bramer uh from Pierce, more of a tight end prospect, but plays kind of receiver. Um, um, Jack Baptista, a guy from Lincoln Southwest school record in, uh, a a lot of receiving categories for Lincoln Southwest. Uh, Eric Thomas is one too, obviously. So, um, yeah, there's those like stretchy kind of like Schnell and those bigger bodied receiver slash tight end guys. Uh, but Brent Ben Bramer is like, He's yeah, just talking tight. What I was talking about before is just like pure wide receiver. I think Ben is, you know, that kind of slotty tight mm-hmm. end guy. Uh, that's what his future is going to be. So that's why I kind of didn't name him. But he he's a guy I think that um, as far as the Nebraska recruiting class, the in of 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 those guys, he's not getting talked about enough. Yeah, like I think he's really good. Yeah. I can agree. I can agree with those. Yeah. All right. So let's go a little bit of a little bit of breakdown, I guess. Right. Of, of what we have on tap for Friday night. Uh, Obviously we're in the quarterfinal round in, in uh, 11 man games. Uh, West side is Southwest kind of, I guess, touch on that a little bit, but Southwest is dangerous a little bit. I think you, uh, uh, Colin Fritton at quarterbacks, a nice quarterback for them. Um, Cal Newell at running backs, a nice running back for them. I think the line play is actually a little bit even um, mm-hmm. offensive line wise. Uh, we'll just see if they have the uh, Southwest has the athletes to match up that 31 17 over Miller West is, was kind of a little bit alarming. Like it's, you know, it was such a close game the first time they played. Yeah, I will say that Lincoln Southwest has probably, in my opinion, one of the best running games mm-hmm. in Class A. And Westside 
has shown struggle of that this year a few times. We saw North Platte, that was the biggest struggle on facing the run game. And so it's, it, it'll be a task for Westside, and we'll see if they can clean it up. If they have cleaned it up. I know last week um, it was Peyton Prestito. He, they did not let him have any room on the line. And it was the Westside D line in there every single time. And JQ Osler, it was Bo Ryan. And so their linebackers, I think Westside has the capability of really blocking and protecting that running game. So it's just a matter of if they can or if they can't. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, clearly. Uh, Millard South at Grand Island. Very interesting. Super intriguing. Uh, Cohen Evans at quarterback for Grand Island. Uh, Chrisman didn't play last week for Grand Island, but yet they won, um, which is huge because against Omaha North the first time around, he had 183 yards and three touchdowns, also had eight tackles and a sack. So, um, you know, that's key. Can Millard South go on the road again, like a, an actual road trip, not just like across town, and and win again, win again in the playoffs? That would be that would be something. Um, but obviously, like I said, we've said all year, different team uh, with Cam Kojal and Brock Murtaugh is healthy, and he had a heck of a game against Carney on both sides of the ball. So that one, that one, I think is very interesting. Um, Elkhorn South and Prep is uh, super intrigued by that one. It will be. I I honestly think that that game might be on an upset alert, which I Elkhorn South is having a year so far, and everyone can agree with that. But Crane Prep, they came in and steamrolled North Platte, which honestly you probably thought it was going to happen. But um, Crane Prep, fully healthy team. Marty Brown, he is fully back healthy and. Um, they're gonna come ready to play. Which we got that quarterback kind of figured out. Yeah, Giglio is who they're just going yeah, with. The sophomore, the sophomore, yeah, and mixing in a little Vedral. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's they kind of have that kind of firm now and 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 done, which helps. They got all the linemen back. Well, besides Rocco's out, but um, you know they had they returned seven linemen from. Uh, their team last year set like all five starters plus the two backups. So, you know, losing one guy. Yeah, it stinks, but like they got enough, they have enough and obviously have shown they have enough depth. My, my one question here is Elkhorn South hasn't really gone into deep water with anybody yet. I don't know if that's uh, their schedule they played or if they're just that dang good. And I think it's probably a little bit of both. Because mm-hmm. I think Elkhorn South is really good. Um, their defensive line versus that prep offensive line, which I think the prep offensive line is the best in the state. With that, hands down, I've said that since before the year started. I think I think that one's super interesting. It it will be. It will be. It will be a tough task, I think, for Marty really to try to find holes. But you also think of the offensive line that Marty has, but. You also think of Maverick Noonan and you think of Noah Bufford diff- and yeah, they Ashton Murphy a, and yeah, they rotate a bunch of guys up front and um, they're, you know, Elkhorn South really, really good. It's strength on strength um, because if, if Elkhorn South has like one hole or kind of, you know, deficiency, it's maybe a corner, maybe kind of defensive back a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, like prep doesn't pass the ball. Oh, I know. Yeah. So it's really, I, I, I don't know. 
you have Cole Ballard at running back. You have two of the best running backs in the state going at it. I, I think that one is going to be um, just a head knocker, like just, just a mauling. It'll be a good of, game. Yeah, I kind of wish I was going there. Honestly, five, five touchdowns for Cole last week. Yeah, that's just playoffs. yeah. And then obviously uh, this game. Yeah. Uh oh. Bellevue West and Gretna. It was the game of the year easily. Oh um, my! The first, the first time they played easily, the game of the year. I don't know. And, and uh, man, like if it can be close, it, there's no way that happens again. I mean, there's just no way. Well, um, you you look at it, and now Bellevue West is coming with vengeance, and both teams have playing a- really well. Oh, both teams are. That's the thing. Yeah. Every like, okay. Bellevue West doesn't have everybody back healthy because of some things, but Gretna it's going to be at Gretna and Bellevue West going to come there. They've already played there this year. They know what it's like to lose to lose by when they were up twenty six. Mm. But um, I think that would probably be the game of the night. Yeah, I'm. That's where I'll be. Yeah, I, I just have to be. Um, I, you know. And Goff has really solidified the the running back position for Bellevue West. He's really kind of taken um, taken that role and ran with it. Um, man, like it's gonna be a good one. Like it's quarterbacks again and all this stuff. Like it's gonna be pretty good, and there is going to be a lot yeah. of people there. I don't yeah. know where anyone's gonna park. Like, I, yeah. Parking there is bad anyway, and I have no idea. You better get there early. You you better get there early. I know you'll be there early. I will because I always am. But anyway, yeah. I, I, I think that one will just be great. And how much is the mental hurdle, right, of mm-hmm. Gretna, you know, coming back? What is Bellevue West kind of – if they get a lead, what happened? You know, like Bellevue West – or Gretna, if, if Bellevue West gets a lead, Gretna knows they can come back because they did it before. Um, running the ball will be at a premium like it was the first time. I don't know how healthy Weber is, um, if he can even play. Um, but Riley Eggenberger for Gretna played both ways and ran the ball pretty well. Last week against Lincoln Southeast was way tighter than everyone thought. Um, and it was really physical, honestly. So how much of a toll did that take? The first time these two teams played, Bellevue West and Gretna was super physical game. Well, just, if you take if you take a look at it in the Omaha Metro, it's supposed to be on Friday a high of fifty with like an eighty percent chance of rain. So it's going to be a cold night. That's yeah. only in Omaha, so it may be different in Grand Island where Miller South plays. But I know for Gretna, Bellevue West, for West Side, Lincoln South doesn't have a problem with this because they always run. But the running game is going to have to come out. And all teams basically because it when it's under forty degrees and you're and it's raining that ball is going to be hard to hard to throw and especially still even if you're Zane Flores it's going to be hard to throw because those are just conditions where it's not really I mean, ideal. It's it is November. November. That is true. What happens? Like that's why I, I've kind of said all year like prep is built for this. Yeah. Like they are built for a November run. Yeah. Clearly, and they. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I think I, you could have, <laughs> you could very easily say 
like the seven seed, the 11 seed, the 12 seed all like make it to the, like, I, you just, you very easily could say that those teams make it to the semifinals. That's That's how wide open class A has been kind of all year. You could make a case for Southwest and ninth or eight seed. Oh yeah. Like, you you could have all these higher seeds make it. That's why I like the seed when the seeds came out. I was like, yeah, man, like that doesn't really. It's not really like who these teams really are. Mm. And then you like Carney at five, and everyone thought that they were going to come in and win. And Miller South being put at the twelve seed, which that's just because of just things they had to happen during the season. Which yeah. that's why I think the point system was completely messed like it's, it's not, it's messed, not up, messed up but it's not me- to, what are you yeah. gonna say hey you get more points because your quarterback didn't play i know okay that's no. why that's why i said it messed up then it's not because it it is a matter of the record but it just shows that it doesn't matter where what number you are you can still win it's yeah. not a it's not like an actual seeding where these are the actual projections so right no it it, it is you know you can you can make a case for you can make it easy case that all of that you have three and if not four um, upsets. Yeah. In a, and maybe we don't, maybe let's just skip kind of going down the rabbit hole of B, C1, C2. Cause we, yeah, cause well. those could be the same thing, but B is, I still think it's Bennington and gross. B feels pretty chalky. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it kind of does. So um, kind of see C1 is, basically chalky too yeah a couple, couple of minor upsets and c2 kind of same thing um norfolk catholic being the three seed is if they may if they win the whole thing it's not it's not an upset i don't care yeah what so they've been the number one team all year it's not an upset yeah people will call it that but it, it's it's not so yeah i don't think i should call it that because no you'll get you'll get upset yeah no it's, <laughs> anyway all right man appreciate it thanks Yep. Good talk. Back next Wednesday. I don't know. I, I don't know what we'll do next week. Is um, maybe we'll do offensive line or something. Yeah. Get get all the old line from a team on here. I can do that. <laughs> I can figure that out somehow, some way. Yeah. Probably should skip the West Side kids though. Yeah. Well, we've already done two now. Yeah. Nothing bad though. <laughs> you got a West Side kid on here every time. What are you talking about? I know. That's what I'm saying. We should probably skip it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Thanks. All right. Yep.